You're listening to CBS Sports Radio's Eye on Fantasy Football. All right, it is time to get those lineups set for Fantasy Week 4. Welcome to Ion Fantasy Football here on CBS Sports Radio. We are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Home is so much more than a house. It's the home of your dreams. And for 30 years, they've been making it better. Rocket Mortgage, push button, get mortgage. I'm Adam Azer. Welcome to the show. We are live until midnight Eastern, taking your phone calls at 855-212-4227 and telling you if you should start Melvin Gordon and... Also asking for better nicknames for Daniel Jones than Danny Dimes. That is just not good enough. We can do better than that. Let's bring in our analyst, Jamie Eisenberg. What's up, Jamie? Happy Melvin Gordon week. Happy Melvin Gordon week, buddy. Good to talk to you. What a surprise. Melvin Gordon's going to be playing. Yeah. uh, Well, maybe. I mean, that's the assumption he's going to play. I think you have to assume he's going to play, but I think it's kind of dumb that he's going to play. Yeah. I mean, Justin Jackson's out. Start or sit, <laughs> Melvin Gordon. I'm, uh, you know, we usually have a discussion amongst uh, myself, Dave Richard, and Heath Cummings. The three of us do our rankings on, on CBS Sports. And we always, whenever there's an injury or a situation of a player, you know, coming back from, from something like Melvin Gordon is, we always discuss because we want it to be consensus, you know, if we're going to rank these guys. And so just before the show started, I, I texted both of them. Are we Are we putting Melvin Gordon in? And Heath was the first one to reply, and he says, yeah, dumb, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think it's kind of, you know, the risk of what could happen to him not having any real practice under his belt and coming in is more nerve-wracking to me than what he may or may not do in this game. Because So where are you putting him, man? Uh, I put him as a as a number three running back. Like, uh, you know, it, it's... I am I'm not moving Austin Eckler. He's in my top five. I think he's still gonna get the majority of work against the Dolphins. It should be fine. I think, you know, Gordon, if he gets the, the five or six carries that Justin Jackson has been getting because they want to give Eckler a break, the car the card the Chargers are so injury riddled in this game that this is gonna be an interesting test to see how bad the Dolphins are because they're missing so many guys on offense. And I just wonder like if is it is it worth the Chargers to play Gordon or just kind of see if they need him. You know what I mean? I think he's going to, yeah, five to six carries and five to six touchdowns. That's kind of what I'm thinking. I mean, it would be, <laughs> it, it, it would, it, you know, it's the potential's there for yeah. him to score, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And and that's the thing you have to worry about. But I just, I'm so, I'm so concerned about a guy that hasn't, you know, been in football shape. And I don't care what he's been doing to be ready for this. He hasn't been in football shape. Yeah, totally. You're going to want to avoid him. I would only start Melvin Gordon. If you hated your flex option. We will I'll give you. I'll give because I'm I'm staring at my rankings right now. I'll give you the guys that I'm ranking him ahead of. This is in PPR. Duke Johnson. Yeah. Frank Gore because I hate the matchup. Sony Michelle because I hate the matchup. Carlos Hyde, Peyton Barber. I mean that's the the range that he's Sony in. Sony Michelle. That's I interesting. Hate, I hate they, hate the scenario. The Bills for lost a, def- a starting defensive tackle for the year. And the Patriots might have lost their most valuable offensive player, not named Tom Brady, from what they do. Their center. James Devlin. Oh, James Devlin, their fullback, yeah. So, all right, all right, you know what? Well, I'm sure we'll have plenty of questions. That's just interesting, but would you start Adrian Peterson over Melvin Gordon? I would, because no Alec Ogletree, and it's a game where they can run the ball. Yeah. All right, 855-212-4227 is the number. 855-212-4CBS. Other important news items for you. Well, Mike Williams is out. T.Y. Hilton is doubtful, and Terry McLovin is questionable, but he's expected to play. I don't know who that is. 
we're only calling him McLovin. I will hang no, you, up on you. You're people. only calling him McLovin. McLovin is so fun. It's it's the dumbest thing you do. Really? And you do a lot of dumb things. No, I'm getting. I people like it. No, dumb. All right, you know what? I'm I'm also interested to hear what you think about the McLovin nickname. People, just you know, let me know. Um, people are picking up Paul Richardson though. Dontro Inman, maybe someone on the Colts. Who's a wide receiver sleeper that you think emerges? I've, I've picked up Inman in several leagues, and you know, it's, uh, I was making some moves last night at midnight, and I said I just picked up Mel, uh, Don Charl Inman, and I'm starting him several leagues. I need to go sleep, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, it, it, you know, our projections for him, and and again, you know, for those of you that don't know, we don't do the projections ourselves. It's it's run by Sportsline, which does a fantastic job, but they have him projected for I think it's like 13 PPR points, so. If you just look at it, Keenan Allen's been getting so many targets. But now the second and third guy, essentially the, the second, third, and fourth guy, because Hunter Henry's also gone, um, everyone not named Austin Eckler is not there. So is Melvin Gordon going to play receiver? Um, Would you rather start Inman or Gordon? I'd rather start Inman. Question, Jamie. Do you know the McLovin reference? Or do you do think I'm just making it up? Do I know the McLovin reference like, from Superbad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, are, okay, you, you, know, a, are, just, you, <laughs> are you that much of a moron? No, I, just, uh, just I don't moron? know. You're, I don't know if you've seen Superbad. Like, I just figured if you've seen Superbad, you would think McLovin is a great nickname. No, it I is. think it's a stupid nickname. <laughs> All right, last, last note before we get to the calls. Matthew Stafford is questionable, and I really, really want to start him. Can I still start him against the Chiefs? If he I would be shocked if he did not play, but, I mean, you know, you should – Check to see if you can make ad drops tomorrow because we know some leagues lock ad drops yeah. before the game. So if you can't, then, you know, have a Kyle Allen or a Case Keenum ready to go just in case because the, you don't want to get a zero if you only have one quarterback on your team or you maybe have, you know, Garoppolo on a bye. Sure. I can I can get behind that. You definitely don't want a zero. Let's go to the phones. We are taking your calls for the next two hours. So here we go. 855 212 Four two two seven. Our first caller is Don in Florida. What's up, Don? Hey guys, thanks for taking my call. Um, I just got two quick ones for you. PPR. I need to start two. Uh, Philip Dorsett, Greg Olson, Paul Richardson, and Dontrell Elman. And in a PPR, I just need one of Derek Henry or DJ Moore. Uh, the second one is a little tougher just because I think Henry has a good chance to score. And so, you know, that will offset what he does not do in the passing game. Whereas I know DJ Moore scored last week, but if you take that away, it was a miserable game because that was his only catch. So, um, I probably would lean toward Henry, even though it's PPR. The first one, you know, Richardson has a chance to be good with or without McLaurin, but he would be great if McLaurin is out. So I think you want to keep an eye on that. It's hard to bench Greg Olson right now with how he's been playing. So I'd say he's one of the two guys. And then the other one... It, I was going to go with Inman. I would say, you know, it's 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 interesting because, you know, Dorsett could be really good, but he could also be, you know, if, if Tredavious White doesn't move, he's going to see a lot of Tredavious White. So that could be really tough for Dorsett. So, yeah, Inman might be the better bet. Okay. By the way, uh, you meant to say McLovin, just so you know. Andrew in Minnesota. Andrew, what's up? Welcome mm-hmm. to the show. Hey guys, playing in a 10 team standard league. Um, I need a wide receiver two and two flexes. It's all between uh, receivers on wide receiver deep. So, Marquise Brown, Sterling Shepard, Miko Hardman, or Tyrell Williams. And because I'm so deep, I also have Devonta Adams and Tyree Kill on my bench. Who of those lower tier guys do you think I can move? Who should I try and move to get a better running back because I have Sony Michelle and Leonard Fournette? 
and Tevin Coleman. I mean, the easy one for me is Tyrell Williams because he's not getting a ton of targets and he's being he's he's touchdown dependent right now. So if you could flip him, he could score again this week. Wouldn't shock me because of the Colts secondary and the guys that they're missing on defense. You know, if you could flip him, that's an easy one. Um, you know, Marquise Brown is somebody that I think you can use, but you can clearly need some uh, a running back upgrade. And, you know, rookie receivers on a team that is still going to be run dominant, you know, he, he's beginning a ton of targets, but who knows if that'll keep up. So those would be the two that jump off for me. But uh, for this week, I'd play Marquise Brown for sure. I love the setup for him. Yeah, but you, you need three of those guys, right? Or you need one? Yeah, three. Marquise Brown, Sterling Shepard, Miko Hardman, or Tyrell Williams. I would uh I would probably bench Nicole. Yeah, that's what um, I was thinking too. And you it's know tough what? between him and Tyrell though. You know what, Andrew? Um You could also trade Sterling Shepard too. We're we're all but yeah, but but we're all yeah, Jamie just said, you know, Shepard, Tyrell and Brown to not only start but to trade. Look, we all know Hardman does not have long term value, or at least we all think that. Tyreek Hill is coming back pretty soon. If you, you give it a shot. I mean, I don't know what the other owners in your league are like, but he just to be clear, Hardman yeah, has the, the, the least shade, the shady trade offers. Here we go. No, Hardman has the least long term value of all of those guys. Yeah, I mean, I'm just I'm thinking of the trade I'm, value. I'm thinking yeah. of the realistic trades, not the Azer trades. I'm just saying, you know, some. People, you know, it's funny because you 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 chastise somebody for no, fall, being this unethical. This is so different. This I mean, is so this is different. shady though. It's not shady at all. You, it's the sure it, it is. I'm talking. Ah. Gosh, you don't you don't like me tonight. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. Father of the year, Jamie Eisenberg. Not <laughs> not uh, doing his first radio show today. Is that right? No. <laughs> what happened? What happened earlier today? So I did a spot uh, on WFAN at eleven a.m. this morning, and it was at the start of. I thought we were going to have all three coaches uh, for my son's little league game available but one was a little delayed because he was also coaching his son's football team so he wasn't there so I was the first base coach and my son was the four hitter and he's on a little bit of a home run streak right now so I'm in the middle of the interview on the field (laughs) coaching first base and he cranks one uh, with two men on up the middle he's seven and I make sure I wave him to second base (laughs) I watch him go all the way around the bases I give a little fist bump and I'm right back in the interview that was awesome. There's video. Uh, Jamie sent me video of it. There's there's private video. Took, there's not yeah. public video. No, I I think it's worth sharing. If you could at least mute it or something, you know, like if you could take a sound out. Yeah, because my wife is going nuts. As yeah, she's, 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 she's so she's freaking out. And Jamie's just on his phone as his son is hitting a home run. It's terrific. All right, let's get another call in here before the break. Chris in Chicago. Chris, what's up? You're an eye on fantasy football. Hey, I uh, loved the Rich Rebar uh, podcast today. Wasn't he great? Was great? He was great. Yeah, he was great. All right, hey, yeah. Chris, tell tell Jamie the nickname that Rich gave me and see. let's see if Jamie likes this nickname. Pocket Aces, baby. Pocket Aces. You like that? Yeah. Oh, come on. All right, now, now you have hey, no credibility. Hey. Now he has no Adam Azer. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's good. What's up, Chris? So uh, with T.Y. Hilton looking doubtful, probably out, I don't know if it's confirmed yet, but I need one of these three to replace him in the Scott Fishbowl. Either Randall Cobb, Nicole Hardman, who I think I have the check mark on him right now, but or Paul Richardson. Which of those three? Hardman. I, want, I need to go 4-0. Oh. Hardman? Yeah. What if, what if McLovin's out, Jamie? <laughs> I don't know who that is. <laughs> what if McLaurin's out? Uh, I'd still go Hardman. All right. Chris, thank you for listening to our show, our podcast. 
And um, thank you for calling. We're doing a Twitter hashtag right now, hashtag AskFFT. I don't know how many I'll be able to respond to during the commercial breaks of this show, but I think I got so many questions about McCole Hartman. I honestly got a lot of questions about McLovin. Most people calling him McLovin. And I got a ton about Josh Gordon. People have a lot of questions about him and a ton about Melvin Gordon. So uh, we'll answer all your questions after the break. 855-212-4227 is the number. 855-212-4227. We will be right back. You're listening to CBS Sports Radio's Eye on Fantasy Football. Welcome back to the show. Taking your phone calls at 855-212-4227. We do have a full board of calls right now, and we'll start clearing them in a minute. I'm Adam Azer with Jamie Eisenberg. Jamie, who's the start of the week this week? You crushed it last week with Mark Ingram. Who's going to crush it this week? Jared Goff. He's been an absolute disaster as a fantasy quarterback going back to uh, their bye week last season. So he's played 11 games since then, uh, including the playoffs. And if you count those for fantasy points, he's averaging 13.5 fantasy points per game in six point per passing touchdown leagues. So he's been awful. Only two games over 20 fantasy points once this season. So... I think the Bucks defense has played very well, but I also don't think they're as good as they've shown. And so I think you're going to see Jared Goff have a big breakout performance like we saw from Jameis last week against the Giants. I think it's going to be a similar situation where just a guy who's been struggling goes off. Who's in a prove-it week to you? Uh, I think Goff could be one of them. I think Gurley could be one of them, although this is a very good run defense thus far. Uh, I have some names off the top of my head. I know I just threw this this question to you, so if you need time to think. No, no, Robert Woods in that same game. You know, I mean, he's had uh, two two rough weeks, you know, while his teammates were playing very well. Uh, Leonard Fournette, you know, just not finding the end zone. And last week it took him a 66-yard run to get to – or 69-yard run to get to 66 yards. He was at minus three yards before that uh, uh, long run, and he hasn't scored a touchdown. And we're hearing some things that maybe they may start giving Rock Armstead some more carries. Um, obviously, you know, Stephon Diggs has been just an absolute disaster. You know, it, it, it's funny because you draft guys with a high pick and you're inclined to play them for the first few weeks of the season unless you just have some, you know, like you have an Austin Eckler type situation or uh, a Terry McLaurin, you know, one of those type of guys that just has, you know, been productive for a couple weeks. Um, but, you know, I think with those, those top-end guys that have just been awful, uh, Tariq Cohen, you know, is another one. Not that he was a high pick, but, a, you know, early mid-round pick. Mm-hmm. Um, TJ Hawkinson, you know, uh, Jared Cook, you know, two tight ends that were either drafted high or, you know, you've been playing them for the last couple of weeks and they've yeah. been a, a disappointment. So, you know, th- those guys I got have... two. I got two I want to throw at you. James Conner's one. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, Carry on and, and Freeman need something this week, you know, and now Edo Smith looks like he's going to play. So really curious to see what the what the carries are for Freeman, who got a ton last week. Carryon Johnson is facing a team that's giving up six yards per carry to running backs and the Chiefs. I mean, and he got 20 carries last week. If he can't get it going here, then I'm going to, you know, not dropping any, you know, not dropping these guys, but I'm no. certainly going to but be you, pretty you may, disappointed. You may you may see somebody like Diggs dropped. Hawkinson has been dropped. Eric Cook is about to get dropped. Um, Trey yeah. Cohen in non-PPR leagues is getting dropped. Diggs is the one I'd, I'd get. If somebody dropped him, I'd pick up Diggs anywhere. Because I, I, I don't I don't think he's going to have a good game this week. And he's facing, you know, probably the best defense in football. So if he doesn't do well this week, it doesn't mean he won't do well going forward. Uh, agreed. But I'm just saying, you know, people have decisions they have to make with bye weeks and injuries and whatnot. And so, 
you know, those things have to come. You know, the I, I'm I'm with you on Devontae Freeman. I think with carry on that if he does not play well from the standpoint of his football production, because for the last two weeks his fantasy production has still been okay. Not great, but okay. You know, the fact that he got the touchdown last week and the touchdown the week before, it saves you. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. He's still getting the work. Like Aaron Jones. <laughs> well, in, in Jones's case, I think this game on Thursday was by default. I don't know if he would have gotten that workload if Jamal Williams doesn't get hurt. No, because... he wouldn't. But I, that's the thing with carry-on is that if he struggles, I don't see – who are they turning to? If, I, yeah, right. If Freeman I don't... struggles, they I, really right. might go not, – not like – Give Edo Smith feature work, but it just it would be bad, obviously. Jamie, um, instead of me stating the obvious, let's hear from our callers here at 855-212-4227. Jason's in Portland. What's up, Jason? Hey, fellas. Love the show. Love Danny Dimes, by the way. No, it's no. We can do better. We can do better. <laughs> uh, trade question for you. 10-team, super flex, uh, three wide receivers, two running back, and one flex. I have a trade uh, option of trading away Mike Thomas, Derek Carr, uh, and a 2022nd for Kenny Galladay, Danny Dimes, and um, uh, 2021st. Yeah, what do you do? I think so. I, I mean, I would. Essentially, it's Michael Thomas because Derek Carr's, you know, a, yeah. a throw-in. Um, but it's super flex, right? Yes, it is. He also gave me the option of having Montgomery and Singletary in place of Galladay, but my wide receiver depth is in more need. Okay, go ahead. No, I, I think you always want to take the receiver if you can in, in Dynasty. Um, it's a it's a good trade. I mean, look, Daniel Jones for one week looked like he's going to be very, very good. And, you know, the hope would be is that you're not losing too much with Galladay, who, from the Michael Thomas standpoint, this may be it for Brees. You know, this may be his last season. Next season maybe his last season. You know, where I don't I don't know what the Lions long term quarterback plan is with Stafford, but I would assume he's got probably a few more years on, on Drew Brees. So plus you're getting the higher draft pick in return. So yeah, I think it's a very good trade. Let's go to Ulysses in Miami. What's up? You're an eye on fantasy football. Good evening, guys. Uh getting back to a little league uh game. That's <laughs> when you look at your, your wife straight in the eye and tell her I guess men can multitask. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I guess if you consider being on the phone and waving a kid to second base multitasking, then yes, Jamie is a master. Well, don't forget the fist bump. Madness. Oh, the fist bump. Right. Yes. <laughs> oh, listen, I got a, I got a question. Um, one point PPR. I got Miko Hardman, DJ Moore, and McFreakin' Lauren. Love him. But uh, I need to know, you know, I mean, because this whole this little soft tissue thing, Late in the week, I'm kind of like, don't, I'm, I'm not sure what I'm gonna do. I, I got Hardman on my, on my startup, but what do you think, Jamie? I don't think it's a bad look. You know the, the thing with the Chiefs guys, it's, <laughs> they're not getting the targets, but they're so good and they're so fast and they're, you know, this is the first time that they're gonna play on an indoor surface, so they could just be monsters without Darius Slay in there. So I, I think the upside play, you know, I, I've gotten a lot of questions about Hardman, same thing like you, Adam. You know, yeah. Hardman versus this guy, Hardman versus that guy. The ceiling is there for him. The floor is not. So you know, who would you go with? I'd go with Hardman, you know, with the, the, the concern over, like you said, the, the soft tissue injury is never good late in the week. By the way, uh, he CBS, may be inactive. CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line, 855-212-4227, is brought to you by GEICO. And great news, there's a quick way you could save money. Switch to GEICO. Go to Geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Let's go back to the phones. 
to Matt in California. Matt, you're on Ion Fantasy Football. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. I uh, really enjoy the show. I like the McLovin nickname, I got to say. Yeah. You know, he's a new kid. He's like McLovin. Um, it's not the greatest, but it's no, it okay. Is. It, it, um, how, how, how is he like McLovin outside of the fact that his name is MC? What? MCL. What? Yeah, he's young. He's new. Come on. Okay. That <laughs> Aren't you loving his production? <laughs> I'm hating you. I, you are McLovin. Everything about it. It's it's Matt. Thank you. Thank you. What's up? You're welcome. Matt? Hey. Um. So I'm in a ten-team standard league. Um. I'm three and zero, and I'm projected to win by eight. I'm playing the only other undefeated team, and I'm playing for that first-round buy in the playoffs. Um. Given that situation. <laughs> Would you play TJ Hawkinson this week, or should I stream um, Walker? Delaney? Yeah. Yeah, I would drop Hawkinson for Walker in a 10-team league if that's the only move you can make. Yeah, just go with Walker. Yeah, I mean, look, I think Hawkinson has a shot. You know, he's he's going to be in a game where they're probably chasing points. But, you know, Delaney Walker, as long as he's healthy, should be the best receiving option for the Titans. So, yeah, I think you're in a better spot with Delaney Walker for the rest of the season right now since you're already planning for the playoffs. Yeah, I make love that strategy. Simon in Baltimore, you're on Ion Fantasy Football. Hey, I have uh, Travis Kelsey and Mark Andrews. Do I, do I keep it for depth or do I trade one of them because I'm losing Austin Eckler and I also have Devontae Adams who went down? Oh, absolutely trade one. You know, I mean, you're going to get a stud back for Kelsey. So if that's the move you want to make, go that route. Or if you want to get a potential mid-level starter for Andrews, that's a good move also. Do you feel confident enough in Andrews' rest of season to be your starting tight end, Jamie? If you, I'll just give you an example. Like After week one, and there's some keeper implications involved in this, so keep it in mind. But after week one, I made an offer of Travis Kelsey, me giving Kelsey for Dalvin Cook because I have Hawkinson. So I was trying to keep the, the, the lower-tier tight end but get a stud back in return. If he could turn Kelsey into top-tier player, which is what he should, um, or if, if he's going to trade Kelsey, that's the type of player you get back. You know, so, like, if you want to try and turn Kelsey into buying low on James Conner or, you know, uh, buying low a little bit on Juju or or, or uh, Michael Thomas, you know, I'm just giving some names. No. Don't, don't make those trades. But yeah, I'm yeah. saying, like, I'm just giving you some in <laughs> right, the, in the right. range of where Kelsey was drafted. You know, those type of players. Um, you can get by with Andrews, and you're, you're clearly helping yourself someplace else. But sure. if you just want to kind of make a – low-end starter for low-end starter trade, you know, then you can go that route also with Andrews. All right, we got more of your calls. Remember, we're live until midnight Eastern, so give us a call. By the way, the, the, the second part, I forgot to tell you of the Little League story. Uh-huh. So one of my other, <laughs> one of the other guys I coach with, who's one of my good friends, his, he's from New York, and his brother still lives in New York. He texts him while I'm on the radio, and he goes, hey, I'm listening to your buddy Jamie on WFAN. He goes, I'm staring at him coaching right now while he's in the middle of the interview. <laughs> I just wish they had known that on WFAN at the time. You're listening to CBS Sports Radio's Eye on Fantasy Football. What's up, everybody? It's Saturday night. Thanks for tuning in. We are live until midnight Eastern. Adam Azer and Jamie Eisenberg here on Eye on Fantasy Football. Big weekend of football coming up. Sunday, it's an NFL on CBS doubleheader with a full day of games, including the Bills defending their home turf against the Pats, followed by the Vikings and Bears in a key NFC North battle. It all begins with our team previewing the day's games on the NFL Today at noon Eastern on CBS. You know, So, Jamie, we got the Bills hosting the Patriots. The Patriots have won four of the last five in Buffalo by 15 or more points. Do you think it's a close game this time? I do. You know, uh, I, I think Buffalo is 
uh, playing very well defensively. Um, clearly, you can make the argument who they played. I get that, but I, I still think that's a good unit. I think Sean McDermott's teams are going to play hard, and I think they're going to frustrate Brady. You know, we haven't seen this offensive line tested yet. I don't think they're going to be very good. They're they're better than most teams because of Skarnekia and what Tom Brady does. But I think this is going to be a team that tests them. I think their secondary is playing well, so I think it's going to be a low scoring affair that the Patriots kind of you know just do what they do to get the win and not necessarily have this blowout performance. I'm going to ask you some starters. Sit real quick, then we'll take some calls at 855-212-4227. Um, and there will be some Bills and Patriots, not just some Patriots on this list. But let's start with Daniel Jones against the Redskins. Starter sit. I would start him. You know, it's a, it's a good setup for a guy coming off a strong performance. You know, most of the quarterbacks that the Redskins have faced so far this year have been successful against them. And it's a short week for a team that has to travel on the road. I, I just think Daniel Jones is going to have to carry the offense without Saquon there, and I like the setup for him. Tom Brady at Buffalo. I mean, it's hard to sit him outright, but I don't love the situation for him, so not a daily option. Uh, if you, if you, you know, if my only choices are start sit, which it sounds like they are, <laughs> I'm going to say sit. Uh, David Montgomery against the Vikings. I would start him in non PPR. I would sit him in PPR. Chris Carson at Arizona. I would start him, but his value is lower if Rashad Penny plays. Christian Kirk in that same game. Uh. Third receiver, flex in non-PPR, starter in PPR. DK Metcalf in the same game. Third receiver, flex in both formats. I'm trying to decide if I should pick up Dontrell Inman to start ahead of DK Metcalf. I have decided not to do this. I think the thing with Inman is is more of if you're stuck because we've seen the Chargers now for the last two weeks without Hunter Henry. Mike Williams has not had a spike in targets or done very much. So I Correct, don't know if Don Trellinman right. just walks in and all of a sudden does very much. You're banking on no Williams, no Benjamin, Dolphins. That's what you're counting on. <laughs> um, Arizona, they, okay, so Amendola and Galladay caught touchdowns in week one. Marquise Brown at 86 yards, and then Moore and Samuel both had 52 or 53 yards and a touchdown. They're more terrible against tight ends than receivers, but I expect big production from Russell Wilson. So I'll start Metcalf. Uh, John Ross on Monday at Pittsburgh. I'd lean towards sit, but he's, you know, the uh, prototypical boomer bust. And Josh Gordon at Buffalo. I would lean towards sit, <laughs> but again, it's one of those situations where you look at your lineup and you say, I'm going to sit Josh Gordon. I you am. Know. Yeah, I am. I, no, I am too. I'm just saying, but, you know, a lot mm-hmm. of people just, you know, gravitate toward Patriots, gravitate toward him. And, you know, look, hopefully he comes through. He, he didn't have a good game against Buffalo last year. So, yeah, Edelman did, though, so you should feel good about Edelman. Would you start DK Metcalf and John, and John Ross over Josh Gordon? I would not start John Ross over him. Uh, I, I have Gordon ranked ahead of Metcalf. The, to me, they're the same type of player. You know, they're, they're going to probably need a touchdown to be successful. The yards will most likely be minimal. Matchup is better for Metcalf, but player is better for Gordon. Are you ready for the MLB playoffs? Of course. Oh, I'm fired up. Cannot wait. Are you ready for some phone calls? Love it. Let's do it. All right, so here we go. Rapid-fire phone calls. One question per customer. You don't have to ask us how we're doing. We're doing very well. I am McLovin this whole night. Jamie, not not as much. I hope you get sued by McDonald's. <laughs> by McDonald's? I mean, yes. By whoever made Super Bad. No, I hope you get sued by McDonald's. <laughs> uh, thank you, Jamie. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reach out to them. Oh, what, what a nice guy. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, the number is 855-212-4227. We'll get you in and out, get to as many calls as we can for the remainder of hour number one. Dustin in San Antonio, let's go. Hey, guys. Um, I don't want to start the uh, Nick Chubb against my defense, which is the Ravens. So should I roll with Nick Chubb against the Seahawks 
or David Montgomery and and then have the Ravens as my defense. Well, I'm sorry. Nick Chubb. Who? You want to go with Nick Chubb and then play the Seahawks defense oh, or, the Seahawks. Or, or play oh. David Montgomery and play the okay. Ravens defense. I I don't I would lean toward playing Nick Chubb. He's very good involved in the passing game, so that's helping him. Um and if I would still play the Ravens defense because you can get Nick Chubb into the end zone and they could have a pick six on Baker Mayfield. Right. Play, Maybe, play your Mayfield. best players. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm sorry. I know we're going rapid fire here, but this is a point that has to be brought up because I get this question a lot. I your defense, your DST, and and players that are competing against them, it doesn't matter. Play the player that you think will score the most fantasy points. Um, that's that's all it is to me. <clears throat> Todd in Washington D.C. What's up, Todd? Hey, how's it going? Uh, I have two. My two best wide receivers are Cup and Evans. I'm thinking about for a long-term strategy. I have Emmanuel Sanders, AJ Green, uh, Nicole Hardman, and DJ Chark, and I'm thinking about dropping one of those to pick up uh, Alexander Madison. Uh, my my running backs are Kamara, Carson, Fournette, and McCoy, and Eckler. I mean, I, I I could see the appeal in picking up Madison, but while the situation would be good for him, I don't know if you're playing Madison over any of those guys, even if Dalvin Cook is out. But long 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 term strategy is what I'm thinking. Like, no, I, I get it. That's, that's that's my point. Would you is drop that, Jamie? Would you drop Hardman though? That was one of his guys, right? I, I mean, guess if if yeah. if there's one you want to drop, but you know maybe wait until Sunday morning and then hope that Tyree kills back next week, so nobody can pick up Hardman. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. Caleb in Pennsylvania. Caleb, go. Hey, standard league. I'm gonna throw some guys at you, and I, I need three of these: uh, Chris Godwin, Kenny Galladay, Christian Kirk, Brandon Cooks, Carryon Johnson, Joe Mixon. I need three in a standard league. Galladay for sure. Um, I probably still go carry on as the second one. There's a lot of names out. Mixon, oh, yeah, no, this third. is tough. Uh, Godwin, Kirk, Cooks, and Mixon. Uh, you know what? Go with Mixon over Carry On and then play Cooks, Galladay, and Mixon. Yep. All right. Thank you, Caleb. Appreciate it. 855 212 4227. Luke in Minneapolis. Luke, you're on Ion Fantasy Football. All right. Thanks, guys. So <clears throat> I feel like I'll be more quick fire than the rest of these guys, but I have a few questions <laughs> on my team. So One uh, question per customer. Oh, come on, guys. All right. PPR league. I like I you, Luke. You get to. PPR league. I need receiver. Christian Kirk, Demarcus Robinson. I. Uh, by the way, I can play two and I have a flex. Uh, Christian Kirk, Demarcus Robinson, uh, Landry. Bench Landry. Okay. And then uh, for my flex, uh, I also have Ross from Cincy. And by the way, I didn't play him week one or two. And then I did play him last week, so I feel <laughs> kind of sheepish with him. Yeah. So, so I also then need a flex here. So I have Ross. I have Tariq Cohen. I have uh, Devontae Freeman. Um, I have Derrick Henry also. And then I also have Dalvin Cook. Yeah, play Dalvin Cook. No, no, you're going to play him. right? I Dalvin Cook, and then I have Derrick Henry, and then I just don't know for my flex. Ross. Oh, you're playing Henry. I got you. <laughs> I was like, uh, this is a strange team. Um, uh, yeah, I, I probably would um... – Play Freeman still. You know, I, I think you're looking at a uh, – I would hope that what we saw last week is is what's going to be the norm, that he starts to, you know, build off that performance as opposed to regress. Luke, I give you two questions. You tell me you're going to be more rapid fire, and then you tell us you just you have Dalvin Cook to just to brag. Come on, Luke. Adam is in New Jersey. Adam, you're an eye on fantasy football. 
Hey, what's up, fellas? I guess I should get five questions also. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so I'm stuck at receiver, fellas, PPR league. Um, I have Chris Godwin going, but I'm nervous about his injury. Should I roll the dice and go with him and see what happens around the 4 o'clock games, or should I pick up Inman on the charges and start him and not take any chances? Jamie Inman or Chris Godwin? I would still play Godwin if he plays. Um, but, you know, we'll, we'll find out tomorrow. You know, it sounds like he's, he practiced on Friday, so I'd be very shocked if at this point Godwin's not playing. Yeah, the Rams have allowed the second fewest fantasy points to the wide receiver so far. We've had nine. Uh, we've had four wide receivers get nine or more targets. None of them have scored. DJ Moore, Michael Thomas, Odell Beckham, Jarvis Landry. So it's pretty impressive thus but, far. I understand why people are hesitant with Godwin. Yeah, but but still, you know, and, and again, there's the, the. I think Godwin sort of slots in between these two guys. Michael Thomas, ten for eighty nine against them, with most of that coming from Bridgewater, and DJ Moore, seven for seventy. Yeah, but so, Odell Beckham, six for sixty six, fifty six. But if, if you tell me a receiver is catching the ball six times, yeah, right. I would, I, I, I would start him over him in two. I just yeah. I, I understand the trepidation for sure. sure. Holden in Chicago at 855-212-4227. Holden, what's up? Hey, guys. I'm um, getting a little worried about Adam Thielen's usage, and with this low point total, I'm wondering if it would be getting a little too cute to think about sitting him. Um, I'm looking at Christian Kirk and Daryl Williams in a half PPR. I, I You know, I, I think Thielen's – Probably better than those guys, but I understand your trepidation. And so, um, given the the scoring, Kirk might be better. Well, who would you start? Kirk. All right. Kirk over Thielen. By the way, Jamie and I both said trepidation within like one minute. We have passed the SATs, 855-212-4227. But I got into a better school. Uh, Rapid fire. Here we go. Chris in Cleveland. Chris, go. Gentlemen. Chris, go, really? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right, sorry, Chris, go. Not a problem. So I need one flex player for this weekend, and I'm deciding between four guys. It's non-PPR, and I'm looking for touchdowns specifically, not yards. My choices are Darren Waller, Mark Andrews, DJ Shark, and Terry McLaurin. Thanks, guys. I mean, you probably go Andrews just to be safe because Waller doesn't score, and you know McLaurin is, is banged up, and I don't think Shark's going to play very well. Let's go to Nick in Minneapolis. Nick, go. Hey, yeah, so I'm looking for a flex player this week. I got Carlos Hyde, a half PPR league, Carlos Hyde, DK Metcalf, and what was Philip Dorsett? Metcalf. Metcalf it is, 855-212-4227. Allen. Oh, Allen in Philadelphia, what's up, my man? I'm following the rules. I'm not even going to ask how you're doing. Jamie, PPR. Uh, Chris Thompson or DJ Moore for a flex? Thanks. Talk to you guys next week. That's a tough one. I, I like both guys a lot. I probably would lean toward Thompson just because we saw last week in the first start with Allen. I think it'll change, but you know, only two targets for DJ Moore. So um, you know Thompson's going to have his role, and I think it's going to be a fun game between the Giants and Washington. If Adam um, was true to his word and stuck to his, his theory, he did not have a bonanza last week, so he could have used these two teams mm-hmm. this week. I did have one last week. It was nah, Giants box, and it was right. Tony in Pittsburgh, our last caller of our first hour. Tony, what's up? Hey, guys, uh, PPR, uh, flex, um, options are limited. Emmanuel Sanders or DJ Chark? If Ramsey is out, it's easy to go with Sanders. It's probably going to be Sanders either way because I think DJ Chark's going to have a tough time against that defense. You know what? Let's get one more. Mason in St. Louis. Mason, go real quick. 
Hey, who would you guys start, Daryl Williams or uh, Rex Burkett? I know Adam's got Daryl Williams and uh, Dave's got um, Rex Burkett. <laughs> PPR. Uh, I would go with Rex Burkett. Ooh, fine, Jamie. Take Dave's side. Always taking Dave's side. Jerk. How was that hour number one, Jamie? Contentious. No, it was, I mean, the usual. I beat you down like normal. <laughs> <laughs> Rex Burkhead, pick him up, and even if you're not going to start him, stash him. Where is he available? Let's see his ownership percentage. It's like 85%. Well, okay, pretend it's his Tuesday then. <laughs> Rex Burkhead. He might become a starter. You just never know. Uh, all right, we got another hour of this fun coming up here on CBS Sports Radio. Eight five, he's sixty four percent owned, you jerk. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. We'll be back. You're listening to CBS Sports Radio's Eye on Fantasy Football, and this is hour number two, baby. Welcome back to the show. Thanks so much for tuning in to Eye on Fantasy Football. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans Studios. Home is so much more than a house. It's the home of your dreams. And for 30 years, they've been making it better. Rocket Mortgage, push button, get mortgage. What's up, Jamie Eisenberg? What's up, Adam Azer? Oh, not much. I have Melvin Gordon in one of my 10 leagues. It is a dynasty league. I did not draft Melvin Gordon in any leagues. Did you? I did. Uh, Most of them were early in the process. Scott Fishbowl. Um, a magazine that I do, a magazine draft that I do for another publication. Um, as a matter of fact, in a 10-team league, he was dropped, and I just spent the rest of my remaining fab money on him, which was $51 out of 100 That's fun, but we're not starting him this week. No, I don't think it's the right move to make unless you're absolutely stuck. You know, like in a 14-team league, that type of scenario where Justin Jackson was somebody you were going to plan on, you know, that's the only way I would consider using him. I don't think it's going to be a great um, usage, and you're hoping for a touchdown. Well, anyway, I'm Adam. He's Jamie. We're live until midnight Eastern. we got another hour. We're taking your phone calls at 855-212-4227. And right now we do have a full board of calls, so you might want to hold off dialing until I clear a couple of the lines. But it's 855-212-4227. I have a few questions for Jamie, and then we will get to the phone lines. Uh, have you played – are you playing in any guillotine leagues? I am. Oh, okay. So that's very fun. The lowest scoring team each week is eliminated. And then what happens in your league to that team's players? They all go into a free agent pool and you're able to bid on them. So, so far, um, just some of the names that have been available. Ezekiel Elliott, Tyreek Hill, Marlon Mack, um, Travis Kelsey. Um, trying to think. How much, how much are they going for? How much did Zeke go for? Zeke went for nine. It's a $1,000 budget, so nine-something. I, I spent... 600 on Marlon Mack, um, and I have a really good team. Um, I went with the strategy of players that I liked early. So I have both Lamar Jackson and Mark Ingram. Uh. Week, week one, I had the highest scoring team. I think week two and three, I was in the top five. So it's been a good start for me. I also have Evan Ingram and, and Juju. Um, it's it's a fun format. The, the, the league I'm in is run by Michael Fabiano of, of NFL.com. Uh, um the Miz from WWE is in it. He just got eliminated. Uh, Fabiano got eliminated in the league he started, which is funny. Um, <laughs> it's uh, it's fun. It's a lot of analysts from you know other sites, and it's uh, first time doing it. and I really like it. You know, I'm going to be upset when yes. I get knocked out if, I, if that happens. No, it's it's a good. And you know what? Like we're starting to get a little strategy now. Like take players that have good easy schedule, easy early schedules. That makes a lot of sense. I was wondering about bye weeks. Uh, I feel like it makes sense to avoid players with late bye weeks. 
or am I? Uh, I don't know. Because I thought like you okay, want to avoid players with late well, bye weeks. So you're going to have players with late bye weeks. Well, my thinking was uh, the Packers. They have like a week eleven bye, right? Mm-hmm. By the time you get to week eleven, there aren't that many teams left. So if you're if you have let's say Rodgers and Devontae Adams, and they're both out week eleven, well, it's not that hard to finish in last place at that point. There's only like five teams left or whatever it is. So that was kind of my thinking. But now that I think about it again, well, you've I'd been you've been around way. for 11 weeks. You just picked up so many players. Yeah, I'd rather go the other way. I'd rather okay. have teams that have late bye weeks. Cause, okay. You know the 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 thing that's going to happen to any of these teams. You know, like the I, I'm pretty sure the team that started Breeze, the team that started Roethlisberger. You know, those are probably the ones that got eliminated because you suffer an injury like that. Yeah. It's just it's so hard to overcome. And we only start. It's one running back, I think. No, two backs, two receivers, one tight end, one flex. Okay. All right. Well, that sounds like a lot of fun, and just all the you know, just two QB leagues and guillotine leagues and vampire leagues, dynasty. We're getting more creative as fantasy football owners, and that is awesome. Jamie, who is the best buy low candidate in football right now? I don't know if he's the best, but I I think there's still a lot to like about James Conner. You know, I I know the the team is different, the quarterback's different. You know, the line hasn't played as well, but you know he's still going to get the work. He's had one game where he left in the half. You know, because of the the knee injury, I think the schedule is going to start to lighten up a little bit for them. So I I think this is going to be the James Conner week, on Monday against the the Bengals. So you may have missed the window to buy low on him, but if you still make a trade between now and then, I would try to explore it. And the best sell high. I still feel like it's Derrick Henry and PPR. Mm-hmm. You well, know, he, you can get so much for him. He he just you know he's he's just not catching the ball. And we saw. Look, it was nice that he scored against Jacksonville in a negative game script. But how often is that going to happen? I feel like and he's at this been point, awesome. He's been really, really good. He needs to have a 12 touchdown season for him to be as good as a lot of people think he is. And he might. I mean, he's three for three, but we're going to bet against that. So I like it, Jamie. You can get so much for Derrick Henry right now. And he's a guy who's much different in non PPR versus PPR. But in PPR, see if you can get something you really like. All right. Who's the best caller? I would say it's Novell in Maryland. First caller of hour number two. Novell, what's up? You're an eye on fantasy football. Appreciate it. Thank you for taking my call and good advice on that trade, uh, Jamie, the other day. Uh, sure. I did get that accepted. So cool. um, I need one in PPR, uh, Hardman, Tyrell, Inman, Fournette, or Shepard. I know I should just cut Inman and pick up like Golden Tate or somebody like that, but what do you think? I need one out of that. I would absolutely cut Inman for Golden Tate if that's the last guy on your team because you're not going to play him in this week over Fournette. You know, I know Fournette's been frustrating. He's another good buy-low candidate because the touchdowns will come for him. I don't expect this to be the case where he's getting all this work and not finding the end zone. So uh, I'd still play Fournette even against um, but against Denver. But would you play him over Sterling Shepard? Because that was a name that really jumped out at me there. It's non-PPR, right? PPR. Oh, PPR. Yeah, maybe Shepard's a little bit. You know, but Fournette's still going to be five, six catches. Four, five That's catches. That's a good point. Yeah. So... I mean, Shepard Shepherd may have the higher ceiling, but I think the higher floor is with Fournette. Okay. Oh, how about those Giants this week? Yeah. Daniel Jones, 855-212-4227. I have a lot of Giants stacks in DFS. <laughs> Shepard Ingram Jones? Shepard Gallman Jones. Have we even mentioned Wayne Gallman, the number one waiver wire pickup? We're and the best, the best week that he might have, you know, until Barkley gets somebody, back. Somebody asked me, you know, we're doing the Ask FFT, uh, you know, thing on Twitter, you know, trying to get that trending. And it, uh, one of the questions was, should I trade Wayne Gallman? And I said, wait till Monday because he should play really well against Washington unless he gets hurt. 
or just something freakish happens because he's going to get a lot of work and the Redskins defense is not good. And then the schedule gets tougher. Minnesota, New England in the next two weeks. So if you can flip him, flip him and just see what happens after that. But play him this week. All right, 855 I just want to say one, one thing real quick um, mm-hmm. on Melvin Gordon. We're going to have on CBS Sports HQ tomorrow Evan Washburn, who's a, a CBS Sports NFL a reporter does sidelines for us, and he's going to do the sidelines for the game between the Dolphins and the Chargers. So he's in the meetings with the Chargers coaches today. Is going to join us on the show tomorrow. And the only question that I'm going to ask him, because he's probably going to be with us for like two minutes, is what did Anthony Lynn say to you about Melvin Gordon's workload? And Evan's really good about giving that type of information. So if you want the potential workload of what Melvin Gordon could be getting, Evan has spoken to Anthony Lynn today, and will bring us that information about 11.45 a.m. Eastern on CBS Sports HQ tomorrow. Download the HQ app on your connected device. Let's go to Columbus, Ohio. Tim has been waiting patiently. What's up, Tim? You're an eye on fantasy football. Hey, guys. How you doing? Uh, I just have uh, two quick questions here. Great to trade real quick. Who would you rather have, Kelsey and Montgomery or Waller and Juju? And second question is, sit one of these, Fitzgerald, DJ Moore, LaShawn McCoy and uh, McLaren. Is it McLaurin? That's an easy one. Um, well, is it? Oh, because of the injury? Yeah. I mean, if okay. he's 100%, it's a different story. And he may be 100%, but I think McCoy's going to have a good game. That's be the only one I would debate. I would rather have Waller and Juju. Um, Montgomery is just so frustrating through three weeks. I think there's a high ceiling coming for him. But he said PPR, nope. right? Oh, I'm sorry. I, I cut him I off I thought there. he said PPR. It makes a huge difference. Yeah, right? because if it's non-PPR, then it's Kelsey and Montgomery. If it's PPR, then it's Juju and Waller. I, you know, you seem pretty comfortable with DJ Moore. Uh, two I targets do. last week. Does that bother you? I think this Texan secondary is not very good. I don't think the pass rush is very good. And I think it's going to be a good game for Kyle Allen again. I think it's going to be a good game for Moore and for Curtis Samuel. I mean, you just look at the numbers of receivers. I think it's like five guys now have been over 12 PPR points against them in three games. And so... I just, you know, John the Joseph is not the same player he was. I think they missed Kareem Jackson. And so, and they missed Jadavion Clowney. They're just not getting to the quarterback, and they're Matthew. not covering. And Tyron Matthew. And Tyron Matthew, yep. yep. Good call. No, they're, yeah, a totally exposed secondary. Okay, let's go to TJ in Maryland. The number is 855-212-4227. TJ, you're on Ion Fantasy Football. Hey, guys. Been loving the show since 2012. Um, Ooh, two quick you. questions. Uh any chance in hell that you would play Daniel Jones over Lamar Jackson? And the second question is, I have five receivers, Marlon Brown, Nicole Hardman, DJ Moore, Chris Godwin, and Philip Dorsett. Pick two. Thanks. You lost me after you said Marlon Brown because it's Marquise Brown. So I, like, I couldn't get <laughs> I got, past it. I got the names. Okay, Marquise Brown. Well, first Jones or Jackson? That's uh, still Jackson. Marquise Brown, Nicole Hardman, DJ Moore, Philip Dorsett, Chris Godwin. Needs three? Two. I would play Brown and more Godwin Dorsett. Okay. Thank you, TJ. And thanks so much for listening to our podcast, Fantasy Football Today, since 2012. Were you you on the show then? Yeah. I started in 2009. 2009. Maybe 2010. But I started working at CBSSports.com in 2009. How about you? For for people that don't know, you were forced upon us. It's true. And it was like, because we didn't know what we were doing. Dave and I didn't know what we were doing as running a podcast. And, you know, here comes little Adam Azer, uh-huh. all happy, all, you know, smiley. First, I think we had to talk to you over the phone a few times from New York, if I'm not mistaken. 
Probably. You were going to, you like, were like, hey, I know podcasts. Let me help these idiots out. And and then it was like, oh, he's going to host your show. And we were like, oh, oh okay. <laughs> sure. I think Dave probably felt it because Dave at the time was the host. Dave was the host of the podcast that he would start every show the same way, right? Yeah, we were we were 20 minutes in before we said a word. He would say, this, "What do we say? This is the only show dedicated yeah. to helping you win your league or something like that." It was so long. Yeah. Hutch in Maine. <laughs> What's up, Hutch? Hey, yeah, got a question. Got a uh, 12 team PPR, got to fill two RBs and a flex. Got Connor, White, Thompson, Gurley. Also have uh, Marquise Brown and then my receivers are Cup and Thielen. So uh, two yeah. running backs and a flex. Okay, so Connor and Thompson Connor, over Gurley, White and Gurley. I guess well, Connor and Gurley, and then Thompson's a flex. You like him over James White? I don't quite know how I, I feel about James White. I think James White could be really good, but you know, it's 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 going to be weird with Burkhead playing more if it goes the way I think it goes because Burkhead can stay on the field, whereas Michelle comes off the field. Remember when you told me? That Burkhead was eighty five percent owned. No, I said sixty five. No, I said I said sixty five. No, no, I said sixty five. No, oh, you said okay. sixty four. I said sixty five. Ah, I see what it is now. If, if this was a podcast, you could rewind the tape. I could. I can't yeah. do it now. Nope, Carl in New right. Jersey. Carl, what's clear. up, man? <laughs> hey, how's it going, guys? It's a weird so, night. It is a weird, weird show and a weird night. How are you, Carl? Good, man. Good. Thanks. For I'm you still at a little league game. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> On your phone. What? All right, sorry, so, Carl. Go ahead. No, no problem. So I have a, a bunch of running backs. I'm just trying to find a solid number two in a PPR league. I have Mark Ingram, Josh Jacobs, uh, Singletary, and uh, someone just dropped um, Rashad Penny. So I was wondering if it's worth picking him up and dropping either Sony Michelle or Carlos Hyde. I would drop Carlos Hyde for Rashad Penny. I, I think if Penny, Chris Carson continues to fumble, and Penny can start to you know a stay healthy and b prove that he deserves more touches you'd rather have a share of that backfield than the share of the texans backfield uh for this week you play mark ingram that's the easy one mark ingram is the solid number two you've been looking for i mean he's number one yeah i was kind of making a a toilet joke jamie we are going to take a break here you're such an interesting <laughs> 855 212 Four, maybe two, maybe you'll share the Stafford news that I sent you also. Oh, Matthew Stafford's uh, going to play, according to ESPN. <laughs> we knew it all along. We knew it all along. Aye. Pick him up. <laughs> He's probably 80% owned. That one, Jamie, would be right about. We'll be right back on Fantasy Football. On uh, Eye on Fantasy Football. Great show, Adam. You're listening to CBS Sports Radio's Eye on Fantasy Football. Welcome to the show, everybody. Saturday night, rocking out with Jamie Eisenberg. I am Adam Azer. This is Eye on Fantasy Football. And you are calling us up at 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. And I want to thank everybody for participating tonight in so many phone calls. Right now, a full board of calls, but we'll clear them out in a moment. Jamie, here we go. Some start or sit. Two quarterbacks, two running backs, four wide receivers. Kyle Allen at Houston. Low end starter. Matthew Stafford, uh, he's going to play, just so you know, Jamie, uh, against Kansas City. (laughs) The opposing quarterback when the Chiefs are on the road in their last 10 games is averaging 328 passing yards per game with 25 touchdowns and six interceptions over that span. Start him. (laughs) Good call. Uh, Daryl Williams at Detroit. Flex. 
What do you expect from him? Give me like a stat line. 60 total yards, chance to score. Five catches? Four. Okay. Sony Michelle at Buffalo. Sit. Stefan Diggs at Chicago. Sit. But he's been very good against Chicago. Sit. Okay. I'm going to give you another uh, piece of advice for those of you that like to uh, get an edge in your fantasy teams. We have uh, the gentleman's name is Tom Spencer. You may not know Tom Spencer. He is a editorial research guy for CBS. He is in the booth every week with Jim Nance and Tony Romo. He joins us every week on CBS Sports HQ, another person that is in the meetings with the coaches. And he gives us great insight every week. If we can get him on the podcast somehow, Adam, I would highly recommend it. He is so knowledgeable and very good at delivering information. And he is at the Bears-Vikings game tomorrow. So he's going to give us a big breakdown of that Bears-Vikings tilt and maybe find out a little bit what's wrong with that passing game in Minnesota. It's not existing. <laughs> yeah. Well, we could find out That's why. Problem. Uh, Tyrell Williams. A lot of questions. I'm not hesitant to start Tyrell Williams. I feel good about him. I'm slightly hesitant in PPR because I don't think it's going to be a high catch volume game for him. I mean, it's all Darren Waller right now. He's just filtering everything through Waller. And so, you know, you're talking five, six targets. He's averaging just under six targets per game. And I know a lot of that is skewed because of what happened last year. Yeah, I mean, it's seven against Denver, seven against Kansas City, three targets at Minnesota. Right. So seven is the ceiling right now. And there's probably a bigger ceiling in front of him if it happens. But he's never been a high volume guy. And I know the 2016 season he was, but... You know, the body of work does not suggest that. And so I think it's one of those things where if they're going to get Josh Jacobs more involved in the passing game or maybe it's just the running backs more involved in the passing game. Remember the whole thing about John Gruden saying wanting Derek Carr to throw the ball downfield more? He's just not doing it. And so mm-hmm. it's it's a lot of middle of the field, short area targets. That's not Tyrell Williams. So I think he is a sell-high candidate just based on the touchdown production if that disappears, I don't think we're talking about a guy that's going to be 6 for 80, 7 for 100. He's just not that, not that type of player. Two more. John Brown against the Patriots. Sit him. It's going to be tough against that secondary. DJ Chark at Denver. Same thing. Sit him against that secondary. Okay, to the phones, and it's TJ in Florida. TJ, you're on Eye on Fantasy Football. Yeah, hi. I've got uh, Marquise Brown and Lamar Jackson in my lineup. I'm wondering if I should switch out for Phillip Rivers. And also, I had Vance McDonald. Uh, should I pick up Dawson Knox, Jason Witten, or Vernon Davis, please? PPR. I w- yeah, I, I mean, it, Vernon Davis and Jason Witten to me are like the exact same guy. They're both getting basically four targets per game. Um, Witten scored twice. Davis has scored once. Uh, I'll take my chances with Davis against the Dolphins. Um, you know, Witten's. The Dolphins of the NFC. What did I say? The Giants. Excuse <laughs> yeah, me. yeah. The Giants. <laughs> no, played the Do- yeah, Witten played the Dolphins last week. Was right, 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 right. Um, you know, and Davis gets the Dolphins coming up. Okay, and uh, Philip Rivers or Lamar Jackson, Jamie? Uh, you know, Rivers is somebody you, you should start, but I'm getting a little bit nervous about that game just because now you have Gordon back, so you wonder if that's a couple of carries that goes his way and maybe more. The receiving core is just so stripped down. Uh, you said this on the show, it's 100% on podcast, it's 100% accurate, that Brady and Prescott needed rushing touchdowns to sort of put them over the top to having great games. They had good games. So I think Rivers will be in that 250, 280, and 2. But I also think this could be a game where the Chargers just get their win and go home. Yeah. It's an early start for a West Coast to East Coast trip. I think the Dolphins hang around. For those of you making wagers, I would probably take the Dolphins side of things. They're two touchdown underdogs. I think that's a lot for this Chargers team to cover on the road. Yeah, stripped down, as you mentioned. I, you, normally, I would always look up the history of a quarterback 
going to the West Coast, but I didn't even do it. I should have done it. I'm going to do it East right Coast. now. Going to the East Coast or or the West Coast, but in this case, the East Coast. Rivers last had year his, at it, Buffalo, it, 28 fantasy points. Yeah, Rivers, actually, I think it's the last time he played in Miami. It's one of my favorite calls that I've ever made. He was on an unbelievable tear, and I said to sit him against the Dolphins. He was miserable. Okay. He, he was great at Buffalo and not good at Cleveland, if you consider that the East Coast. It's sort of close last year. Okay, back to the phones. Paul in Louisiana. Paul, you're on Ion Fantasy Football. Hey, guys. I have two uh, questions. Um, my first one is uh, Jalen Pickaflex, Jalen Samuels, Chris Godwin, or Paul Richardson. And I'll ask my second one after you answer that one. I still go Godwin there. I know Richardson could be really good if McLaurin is out, but I still lean toward Godwin. Okay. And a defense, Atlanta or Dallas? And um, do you think I should – got to go by. <laughs> <laughs> Atlanta or Dallas? <laughs> I was like, where is this going? We said this whole lineup? Yeah. Uh, I would go Dallas. Uh, just to, to go back to Rivers, the last time he played in Miami was 2014. He was 12 of 23 for 138 yards and three interceptions. And he lost fumble. There you go. Uh, by the way, CBS, uh, CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line, 855-212-4227, is brought to you by GEICO. Great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to GEICO. Go to GEICO.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. He's actually never had multiple touchdowns in three games in Miami in his career. That's going to change. Jim in Milwaukee. Jim, what's up? Hey, guys. I need a little advice. Uh, I took a flyer on A.J. Green late in our draft, figuring I knew he'd be out for a few weeks. Any news on him coming back, and is he worth keeping? Because somebody dropped Malcolm Brown, and I want to pick him up, and I'd either have to drop A.J. Green or Royce Freeman. You mean Marquise Brown? No, uh, Malcolm Brown, backup running back on the Rams. Don't do that. Rams. Don't do that. Don't drop A.J. Green for Malcolm Brown. Yeah. AJ oh, Green, uh, the the last thing I saw today was, uh, and I forget the guy who who it is, so I apologize, but it's the ESPN reporter for the Bengals. Um, he tweeted today that AJ Green jogged past him and said, "Tweet that I'm jogging." <laughs> so, and he said, "That's what I did." <laughs> um, I think we're probably going to get some reports of a Week Five return. I hope so, because if he is coming back in Week Five, they got the Cardinals, and you should get Andy Dalton right now because he could be big for you and Andy Dalton's schedule gets super easy later in the year so I believe I, I you like said it. Andy Dalton I oh I wish I hadn't said that will win your fantasy could, could win you a league he could he really could be a difference maker if John Ross is good and AJ Green is healthy and they've got a soft schedule he really could be a winning type of quarterback but I shouldn't have said that I shouldn't have said Why? it you know what because I should have sang it Jamie because that's what real men do like Pat in Ohio Pat what's up what is up, fellas? What is up? Whenever I'm on the phone with you, you make me feel like I can win again. With the words you say, I will always take advice from you. Ride it, my Sony. Me shall jump on it. With Chris Carson, I like to believe they can reconcile for the best. Workload too heavy, too light. Run to the left, run to the right. Not holding on to the football too tight. They have become fumblesome to our world. So who's that lounging in their chair? Who's that casting devious stairs? I smell Rex and Penny hair. Oh, yeah, shorty, this isn't good for my team. I was all in on this Justin Jackson. Of course, I'm dropping him. I have Melvin Gordon with the rising sun of Inman. 
Who do you like for the rest of the season? Inman, Fizen, or Jarvis Landry, Jameson, Cram Crowder, or D.D. Westbrook? Sorry, don't stop thinking about tomorrow. Don't stop. It'll soon be here. It'll be better than before. Yesterday's gone. Yesterday's gone. So, Jamie, who's your headset on? And did you know Bill Clinton met Adam? (laughs) (laughs) All right, Jamie. That's great. Marcy Marcy Playground reference there. Very good. What do you got? What's Inman or Crowder? Is that the question? It was rest of season. Yes, receiver for the rest of the season. Oh, Crowder. Jarvis Landry, Jamison Crowder, or D.D. Westbrook. Oh, sorry, I didn't catch all that. Ingram, Landry, (laughs) Crowder, Westbrook. Yeah, Ingram's the. I mean, um, uh, Inman is the odd man out. Who's your favorite? Rest of season, probably. I'm trying to think of all the names. (laughs) Westbrook. Westbrook still. Okay. All right. Thank you, Pat in Ohio. The number is 855-212-4227. We got one segment coming up in a little bit, our final segment of the night. And we are going to take nothing but your phone calls. We will try to get to 20 to 25, maybe even more than that. You never know. You're listening to CBS Sports Radio's Eye on Fantasy Football. Don't stop believing in Carryon Johnson. He's going to have a big game this week against a terrible run defense. Welcome back to Ion Fantasy Football. We got one more segment. We got 15 minutes left, and we got a ton of your phone calls at 855-212-4227. I'm Adam Azer with Jamie Eisenberg. Jamie, before we get to the calls, one bold prediction for week four. Will Disley scores three touchdowns against the Cardinals because they are absolutely miserable against tight ends. I don't know if I'm going to get this right. It's going to be close. The Cardinals in non-PPR leagues give up more fantasy points to tight ends than I think 18 teams do to quarterbacks in non-PPR. That's how bad they are against tight ends. The three tight ends that have faced them in PPR have each scored 25 fantasy wow. points. Wow. I'm assuming they've all been the number one tight end that week. Um, I don't believe they have every week. I think... Hawkinson was number two in week one to Andrews. Oh, uh-huh, okay. All right, here's my bold prediction. I looked at the Fantasy Pros consensus rankings. <clears throat> QB 21 is, in fact, QB 21 for you, Dave, and Heath, and it's Baker Mayfield. Bold prediction, this is the week Baker Mayfield gets going. Big game, you know, 280 and two, just a good, solid game. Not going to start him, but bold prediction. Beckham scores both touchdowns. Things get back on track for the Browns, and we'll be looking a lot better at uh, looking more favorably at Baker Mayfield. It would be nice, you know. It's uh, it, it's he's been certainly one of the more frustrating fantasy options for sure. Yet to go over twenty fantasy points in any game. Let's get some phone calls here. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. As many as we can, please. One question per caller. Eric in New York. Eric, what's up? Hey, I heard you guys selling uh, or saying uh, buy high and coming right now. I was wondering, do you think he would take a trade of Eckler for him, or is that kind of too cute? I'm not sure what I should give up, and I do have Juju on my team, so is that too many of the same guys? <clears throat> it's never bad to have good players. You know, I know the situation is not as good as it was before Roethlisberger got hurt, but you know they're still going to produce, and, and I think produce at a high level more times than not. Um, Trading Eckler for Connor would probably only get it done this week if the Connor owner wants to get the better fantasy option for week four, although I don't know if it would be that much different if Connor does what I expect he does. Yeah, you'd be ripping the guy off, but give it a shot. You never know. Yeah, that's what Adam does with all his that's right. You never know until they say no, right? 
Uh, but then he'll complain about things ethically. Jerry, stop. Jerry in Louisiana. Jerry, go. All right, man. Uh, I need one wide receiver and one flex. Um, Ingram's going to be in this mix just because I've got David Johnson and I've got Christian McCaffrey both definitely starting. So Sterling Shepard, Galladay, DJ Moore, Tyrell Williams, and Ingram, wide receiver and a flex. Thanks. I'd play Galladay and Ingram. You know, I, I know Galladay's been frustrating because he's not catching the high amount of targets that he's getting. But I don't know if that's a bad thing necessarily because he's getting so many targets. So matchup against the Chiefs where they're chasing points, I think he's going to have the chance for a big game. And I think Ingram will slow down that Baker Mayfield-led Browns offense by running the ball for the Ravens. All right, 855-212-4227. Ernest is in Texas. Ernest, go. Thank you guys for taking my call. I'd like to hear this uh, answered by Mr. Boucher. I need two quarterbacks. <laughs> Tom Brady, Tom Brady, uh, Matt Ryan, or Lamar Jackson. Go. Well, well, uh, m- 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 Mama said that uh, uh, the o- only the devil would, uh, would 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 consider Benson Benson Lamar Jackson right now with the way that that that, that he's playing. E- 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 even Vicky Valancourt said that I I can't tackle uh, Lamar Jackson. He he's just he's just too good. Yeah, but who's the other one? I think he needs two. Uh, uh, sorry, I'm not. I'm not that smart, so I only. only yeah, you're to, not. Uh, to you one, I, I go Matt Matt Ryan over, over over Tom Brady. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I thought you hadn't heard the other two. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I I listen sometimes, but you know, if I don't have my 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 proper eight to o, then I I don't uh, I don't always give the right. Your answer. medulla oblongata was working just fine there, Scott in New York. Scott, go. Hey guys, um, half point PPR. I have to sit one out of the five. Allen Robinson, John Brown, Tyler Boyd, David Montgomery, Will Disley. Just sit one? Yep. I'd sit Allen Robinson. Uh, he's played Xavier Rhodes twice. He hasn't done very well against them in either time. And I think this is going to be a low-scoring defensive uh, defensive game between these two teams. 855-212-4227. you got about eight minutes to get your call in. Ben in New Jersey. Ben, go. Hey, guys. Um have a wide receiver question here, uh, starting Hopkins and Cup, but in my third spot, looking for either Evans, Curtis Samuel, or Mecole Hardman. I think the ceiling play is Hardman. The floor play is probably still Evans, but wide receivers have really struggled against the Rams. So you have two really good guys there. If you want to kind of shoot for the moon, you probably play Hardman just to you know hope that all three guys hit, and I think they can. Well, what would you do? I'd play Hardman. I mean, he's got two guys that should be really good. Okay. Steve, so that impacts you, that you like your other two receivers, so you go with Hardman? Well, I think, you know, if you expect Hopkins to have a great game, which he happens more times than not, Cup's been awesome, you know, for two of the three games, and, and, and essentially the targets have been there for all three. So, you know, you're, you're kind of, okay, I have strong floor, high ceiling already. Let's go high ceiling just with a third guy. All right, then. Steve in Knoxville. Steve, go. I've been hanging on to Hawkinson since that first week, and uh, tomorrow I'm I'm thinking he might uh, uh, have a big game against uh, the Chiefs. Uh, do you think he'll be involved in the offense? Uh, and if he if he will be, uh, I would need to play him or James White. I would probably still play him over James White. You know, I, I I'm with you. I think it's one of those games where you know you saw Week One where they attacked the matchup, and then it became a five-quarter game because the Cardinals came back, and so they were throwing late. Stafford's, I think it's his highest pass attempts, was against that 
um, against the Cardinals in week one. Mm-hmm. Week two, it was kind of let's lean on him to block the, the pass rush of the Chargers. Week three, I think it was kind of the same thing. And then he had the three touchdowns essentially that he could have had. But they're going to be throwing all game in this in this matchup. And I think Hawkinson gets back in the mix. Ryan in St. Louis. Ryan, go. Matty Ice and Danny Dimes. One good nickname and one bad one. But it's Danny Dimes for me, James. Oh, actually, I don't know. No, Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan? Mm-hmm. Okay, am I go, going a little crazy here? No, they're close. I think I have 9 and 10 in my rankings. All right. Uh, 855-212-4227. Tom in Illinois. Tom, go. Tom. Bye, Tom. Spencer in Atlanta. Spencer, don't hang up on us. What's up? I'm here. Uh, I just want to beat the waiver wire that's not a quarterback. And if I get a chance, can you tell me either D. Robinson or D. Williams out of KC? Bye. Uh, Daryl Williams. You already have Damian Williams out and LaShawn McCoy playing through an ankle injury. If something happens to LaShawn McCoy, then it could be Daryl Williams as a monster. Oh, okay. And we need to – I think he was asking this week Williams or Robinson, and then the separate question was beat oh, the waiver wire. Oh, beat the waiver wire. Um, well, would you start Williams or Robinson in that Chiefs game? Robinson just because – Okay. You know, and what we've seen. So, yeah, I'm going to pull up my beat the waiver wire from Friday. Uh, Golden Tate would be somebody I'd look at at the receiver position. Um, Ido Smith, if you can still get him, just in case there's a changing of the guard at the running back spot for the Falcons. Um, you Te- mentioned Andy Dalton. The Redskins, DST. Tevin Coleman is 78% owned. Uh, Ronald Jones is 62% owned. Ryquel Armstead is a deep league guy. Jamison Crowder is 50% owned. Chris played- Herndon. Yeah. You got to wait one more week after that for him to play, but sure. Mm-hmm. Jameson Crowder had, Crowder had one game with Darnold. He had 17 targets. Robbie Anderson, 61% owned. We like Deontay Johnson. Tyler couple, Eifert couple, against Arizona. A couple guys who could be useful this week, and we don't know injury situations around them, is Dontrell Inman, if in fact he does play well, and Mike Williams has his back injury that flares up for several weeks. And then Paul Richardson. If McLaurin comes out and plays but aggravates the hamstring injury, then he could be the number one guy for the next several weeks. All right, here we go. As rapid as we can go, uh, just clear the board. Ron in Miami, go. Hey, uh, one flex. Burkhead, Gordon, Waller, or Sanders? Emmanuel Sanders. Waller in PPR, Burkhead and none. 855-212-4227. Chris in Miami, go. Yeah, um, I have. Uh, I need one quarterback between um, Kyle Allen, uh, Mason Rudolph, and um, the guy from Redskins. forgot his name. Keenum. Thank you. <laughs> The yeah. Redskins would like to forget his name, too. Um, I'd go Kyle Allen. <laughs> okay, thank you, Chris. Uh, Rob in Philadelphia. Rob, go. Hey, Dylan. Uh, PPR flex, Allen Robinson or James White? James White. 855-212-4227 is the number. couple minutes left. Bobby in Minnesota, go. So I got PPR flex. It's either going to be between Todd Gurley or Juju Smith. Uh, I'd go Juju. All right, thank you, Bobby. Andrew I just made a trade. Boston. Yeah, what'd you do? I traded in a 10-team league uh, where my quarterback was Cam Newton. I've been miserable there, and everybody has six quarterbacks. I traded A.J. Green for Russell Wilson. Mm, that's a C-. minus. Andrew in Boston, <laughs> go. <laughs> I have like 14 uh, receivers in this league. Uh, Half-point PPR, um, running back and flex. I got James White, Terry McLaurin, uh, Chris Thompson, or Manuel Sanders. Uh, McLaurin if he plays, James White if he doesn't. And you need a running back too, though, right? So, no, that was it. Uh, oh. White or pretty much White or Chris Thompson for running back. I mean, listen to the man. I tried. I tried. Sorry, I was mesmerized by your trade. Tom in Illinois. Tom, C-. go. C minus. You're terrible. <laughs> Hi. Um, I'm going to 
standard league. Uh, my opponent has Mahomes. I need a running back and a flex. My backs are Carson, Kerryon Johnson, Daryl uh, Williams, um, also Tyler Lockett, Demarcus Robinson, and Miko Hardman for the flex. I go Robinson over Hardman, and no, I missed the first Lockett. part. Lockett, Lockett, and Carson. Do that. Is that Larkin Carson over Carryon Johnson? Jamie Carson or no, carry on? Carry on. All right, fine. Carry on and Lockett is the best wide receiver yes. there. 855-212-4227. About a minute and a half left. Clint in Louisiana. Clint, go. Yes, uh, I need a flex play if T.Y. Hilton doesn't go. I was wondering if I should go out on a waiver and get one of the Chiefs wide receivers or get the Disley guy like you mentioned. Or on my bench, I got Frank Gore or Marquise Brown. I mean, Marquise Brown easily. Hollywood, Todd yeah, in Kansas City. Well, no, the the he needed a flex. Yeah, but go get Disley too if you can. Okay, fine. Todd, go. Todd, Todd. Yeah, there he is. Go, go. How's it go? Can I get? I got Russell Wilson or Philip Rivers versus the Dolphins. Thanks, guys. Uh, Russell Wilson. Trade Asia Green for him. Uh, Je- in a ten-team league. JK, JK, Jesse in Minnesota. Go. <laughs> Yeah, it's like a flex. Marquise Hollywood Brown, uh, James Conner, or uh, Josh Gordon. Marquise Brown. Thank you. Over Connor, huh? Nah, I'll go Connor. Connor. Connor is Devin in Wisconsin. Devin, go. I got flex here, Melvin Gordon, or Jaguars wide receiver, Chark. Chark. Thank you guys so much for your phone calls. And Jamie, it's been a weird night. Thank you for joining me. I'm. So glad that I get to go 24 hours without speaking to you. Oh, no, <laughs> wait, even, I don't. Not I even. speak to you tomorrow. Talk to you at 8 o'clock p.m. tomorrow on the Fantasy Football Today podcast. Check us out, CBS Sports it. HQ at 10 a.m. Eastern. And listen to CBS Sports Radio all day tomorrow for your football fix. And coming up right now, the huge show, the Saturday Night Huge Show, is coming up here on CBS Sports Radio. If you liked our show, please check out our Fantasy Football Today podcast. Thanks a lot to Brian and Tyler for making us sound good. Of course, to Jamie Eisberg, and most importantly, to all of you for listening and calling. I'm Adam Azer. Thanks for listening. Good night, everyone, and good luck in week four.